family in Christ. I hope you are well and grateful for all the blessings God is giving us today. My name is Francis Wesso and this is the Cornerstone Podcast. Even in difficult times, God is always blessing us. Sometimes it's hard to see God's blessing because we take things like sight and hearing for granted, but they are our blessings and it's always good to thank God for them. I hope you enjoyed our last series. We decided to do a little intermission between series since Easter is just around the corner. For some time now, God has been speaking to me on the subject that I hope to share with you today and next week. It is not necessarily about Easter, but since it is about Jesus and his relationships with those close to him, I've decided to share it with you during this time of year. My family, as you know, our lives, according to the Bible, are no accident. If you are following Christ, the Lord is who guides your steps. God is our shepherd. He is the one who leads us to still waters, according to Psalms 23. And he also is who brings people in and out of our lives. I believe with all my heart that God is who chooses our parents, our relatives, and if we allow him to do it, he guides us to choose our mates and close friends. He allows people to come in and out of our lives to help us grow, mature, and become stronger. Some of these people bless us by being our pastors, mentors, teachers, or just companions. In addition to that, we also get to know people who, whether on purpose or not, make us grow spiritually because they cause us pain. Why am I speaking about such people around Easter time? Well, once we come to Christ, we are given two responsibilities. One is to share the gospel with anyone who does not know Christ. The second is to become more like Christ. If we are honest, we have to admit that neither of these responsibilities is natural to us or easy, for we are naturally selfish beings. The good news is that because God knows that, He has given us a mighty helper to accomplish both. The Holy Spirit is who inspires us to share what Jesus has done for us with the people around us, and He is the one who helps us become more like Christ each day. The first time I heard a message about the mission of the Holy Spirit to make us more like Christ, the preacher told us that one way to become more like Him was to experience what He experienced. Because I was young in Christ, I got excited thinking about all the miracles I will see and all the people I will bless in my walk with Christ. Christ did all of that, of course, but what I did not think about was that besides doing miracles and blessing people, Christ also carried a cross and suffered. Christ experienced rejection, criticism, and betrayal. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 5.8 that Christ learned obedience by the things he suffered. If Christ, the Lamb of God, the only perfect one, had to learn obedience through suffering, why would we think that we are exempt from that? Therefore, as I said, since we are at the time of year when we remember Christ's resurrection and his suffering, I thought it was appropriate to share with you what I have entitled, The Unexpected Blessings We Can Get From People Like Judas. A title I know, but please bear with me. Proverbs 16.4 tells us, The Lord works out everything to its proper end, even the wicked for a day of disaster. Did you hear that? 
The Bible tells us that even the wicked have a proper end or a purpose. That means that someone's purpose was to betray Jesus. I do not think that God created Judas to betray Jesus, but someone had to do it. The betrayer did not have to be Judas. God did not force the disciples to deny or abandon Jesus on the cross, but they did. Jesus experienced rejection and abandonment. The people closest to him hurt him, but they were not the only people who caused him grief. It was not God's will for the priests to be jealous of Jesus, but they were. The Sadducees and Pharisees hated him because they did not understand him and they envied him. The ironic thing, if we can call it that, was that even though all these people, for different reasons, hurt Jesus, they also were the means to his purpose and, ultimately, his victory and ours. These wicked people, indeed, were ready for the day of disaster. The unexpected thing about people like the evil priest or Judas was that by sending Jesus to the cross, they accomplished God's will for humanity. By hurting the person they envied, they were the channel for that person to give the most significant demonstration of love anyone has ever given. The unexpected thing about people like Judas is that the pain they cause in God's hands becomes a blessing. Now, do not get it wrong. God does not predestine people to sin. We choose to do it. Evil people can be forgiven, but their sin has consequences. I believe God will have forgiven Judas' sin, but unless he repented, which I doubt, he will be judged for his treason. Those priests did suffer for what they did, and unless they repented, they will pay eternally for their sins. By declaring that we can get unexpected blessings from people like Judas, I am not saying that what they did is excusable. What I'm doing is trying to explain that the Bible says that for those who love God, all things work together for good. Sometimes by hurting us, people help us to be more like Christ. In my walk with Christ, I have encountered some Judases, and you might have too. Close friends, people I trusted, helped, and loved have thrown me under not one bus, but many buses. Has that ever happened to you? I have had quite a few religious leaders cause me trouble. Believe me, I have known my share of Pharisees and Sadducees, and I have had quite a few people I have trained and mentored hurt me. Has that happened to you? I am very sorry if it has, and if it has not happened to you yet, I am sorry to tell you that it will. The beauty of those situations and my focus for this and next week's podcast are the unexpected beautiful results that pain, betrayal, rejection, and abandonment can produce in our lives. Friends, let us not forget that God does promise us to give us beauty for ashes. The thing with that promise is that to have ashes, we first have to go through loss. There is no ashes unless fire consumes something. The good news is that the beauty that comes from giving God our ashes is that God does not replace what we lost. He gives us something way better. And because of the experience of suffering that loss, we become people who now value more what God gives us in exchange for those ashes. Because now we know the pain of people who experienced loss, a double blessing is that we become more empathetic. That empathy makes us channels of healing and because we get what we give, we get blessed by blessing others. When we helped others heal, 
we are healed in return. That, my friends, are some of the unexpected things that come from people like Judas. But let us break this subject a little more. Go with me to Matthew 24 and we'll read verses 48 and 49. His betrayer had given them a sign. The one I kiss, he is the one. Arrest him. So he went right up to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Picture it. To be so lost, so full of the devil, that you put the master in the hands of assassins. To betray the person who loves you the most. To put in the hands of evil the most loving, generous, and holy person he knew, Judas, must have been messed up. But at the same time, he knew what he was doing. He chose to go before the priests. He was the one who offered to bring them to Jesus. That was a deliberate decision. It was not something he did or decided overnight. He had plenty of time to turn away and not do it, but he decided to finish what he started. Wow, can you imagine how Jesus must have felt? Some of you may know more or less how Jesus felt because you have been betrayed by the person you love the most. Maybe you are a woman whose husband abandoned you. You might be a child of an abusive parent. Your children might have robbed and abused you, or maybe your best friend betrayed you. The person you least expected was the one who stabbed you in the back. Sadly, I think that in one way or another, we can all relate to Jesus. Many of us had had the unpleasant experience of living with Judas once or twice. My father in the Lord who trained me for ministry did a number on me and hundred others. He was my first Judas, and unfortunately, he was not the only one. Your Judas might have been related to you. Whoever the person who betrayed you and hurt you was, I am sure they were someone you loved. Only loved ones can be our Judases. Strangers or even acquaintances can betray us. But if we are honest, those betrayals do not hurt as much. Strangers can hurt us, but the emotional wounds they cause are not as deep or painful as those caused by someone we love. Judas did not have to be the one to betray Jesus. One of the guards could have found Jesus alone and arrested him. That would have been wrong, but not as painful for Jesus as having the one who walked, prayed, and ate with him be the one who betrayed him with a kiss. I know someone whose husband abandoned her and her kids and ran away with her best friend. Talk about pain. The worst thing about pain is that no matter if it happened 10 years ago or yesterday, unless we allow the Holy Spirit to heal it, it always hurts. My friend, the longer we hold on to an open emotional wound, the more time the enemy has to hurt us. If, on the other hand, we trust God and give our pain to Christ, We not only get healed, but also received unexpected blessings as a byproduct of that healing. Let me list just a few for you. To start with, betrayal from a loved one teaches us to forgive. After we forgive a loved one hurt, it is easy to forgive the hurt caused by others. Luke 23:34 tells us that Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing and they divided up his clothes by casting lots. Many wonder how Jesus could forgive the people who crucified him. I know it was not easy, but I bet that it was easier for Jesus to forgive them after he extended the same grace to Judas. After all, those people did not even know him. Judas prayed with him many times. My friends, to forgive is never easy. 
But once you forgive the betrayal of a loved one, you find the strength to forgive others with much ease. Another unexpected blessing from surviving people like Judas is that you learn to love more as God does. Someone I know keeps reminding me that God is the only one faithful. He is the only one who will never hurt us. Everyone else has the potential to do it, not because they are evil, even though some people are. The majority of people who hurt us do it because they are humans. Even if we do not mean to, we all have hurt someone somehow. If we only love people who are good to us and have never hurt us, we will end up not loving anyone, even ourselves, because sometimes we cause much of our trouble. Once we get that the only one that is faithful is God, that he is the only one perfect, it is easier to love people as God does. He loves us despite of our shortcomings. We should love people just because God loves them. If you realize that people are just like you, able to make mistakes, it will be easier to love them. If you love like Christ, you do not love people because they love you. You love people because God loves them. And believe it or not, if you love people like that, they'll love you back. The third unexpected blessing from people like Judas is that they cure you of idolatry. We human beings tend to idolize the people we love. My father in Christ who betrayed me was nothing but a man like me. But because God used him greatly, I have put him on a pedestal. I used to cover or choose not to see his shortcomings because he believed in me as very few people had up to that time. After his betrayal, I learned that no one but God deserves my adoration. Many people make the mistake of idolizing their parents, mates, kids, leaders, and friends. No one but God deserves our worship. I do not care now if someone is walking on water. I praise God for his power and remember that at the foot of the cross, the floor is leveled. We are all the same. I greatly respect the people of God, but I have learned not to build altars in my heart for anyone but God. Another unexpected lesson we can learn from Judas is, is how not to be one for others. King David respected and greatly loved Saul, but Saul betrayed David every time he could. The beauty of David's life is that even though he made many mistakes, he never made the mistakes Saul made. He went to the palace to learn from Saul what not to do. My friends, I know I have made mistakes, but I pray I will never be someone's Judas. Matthew 18.6 says, If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it will be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. You do not want to mess with that. Trust me. The fifth unexpected blessing that we can get from a Judas, and the last one I will mention for lack of time, but it's not the last one on my list, is that a Judas teaches you to choose more wisely the people you allow in your life. As Christians, God expects us to love the people around us, but we do not have to give full access to our lives to everybody. The people close to you are the people who influence you. They are the people you trust. After a betrayal from Judas, you guard your intimacy much better. You learn to read people better, and if you are like me, you pray protection over you. I am friendly with all the people God allows around me, but I am cautious with those who have access to my heart. My family, Jesus had no choice. He had no other option. His loved one betrayed him and sent him to the cross. But because we live in a broken world, 
we also have no choice. We will meet a few Judases in our lifetime. We bring some of them into our lives for lack of wisdom or experience. In others, God will allow them to come near us to help us grow. But nothing in our path is in vain. If you have experienced a Judas, believe me, I know it hurts. But forgiveness is the only way to heal from that pain. Once you forgive, the Holy Spirit will bring the blessings we talked about today and a few others to your life. Do not make that betrayal a permanent stop in your walk with Christ. Make it a step to a higher level of intimacy with Him. For Jesus, Judas was a drop from the cup God chose for him to drink, but it did not stop him from accomplishing his destiny. Thank God, Jesus loved us enough to survive Judas. My friend, my sister, or my brother, that love is also enough to help you move from the betrayal of a loved one or to forgive yourself for betraying someone you loved. Give your pain, your guilt, and your shame to Christ and see what unexpected blessings he brings to you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If he blessed you, please subscribe to it and promote it with your friends and family. Do not miss the continuation of this podcast next week. We will discuss the unexpected blessings we can get from either Pharisees or disciples who hurt us. Blessings to you and yours.